Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. The American Farmland Trust was founded in 1980 and has been working hard ever since to preserve America's farms. One way they are doing this is through their Farm Legacy Program. I'm Charity Seebecker with the Midwest Farm Report. Kara O'Connor, Midwest Philanthropy Officer for American Farmland Trust, says that this program provides landowners with the peace of mind that their farm will always remain a farm. The Farm Legacy Program is American Farmland Trust's opportunity to give landowners a forever promise that their farm will always remain a farm. We know so many people who are wondering what's going to come next, what's the next chapter for their farm, and would hate to see it paved over or turned into a development or a road or something like that. Through a tool called an agricultural conservation easement, we can give farmers a perpetual promise or landowners that promise that that farm will stay a farm. How does that process work for farmers to use that and what are the circumstances that prompt people to even reach out to utilize that program? The kinds of people who approach us and are interested and are great candidates for the Farm Legacy Program are people who don't have an heir who's interested in taking over the farm and are trying to figure out what the next step is for their land. The way that the program works is that someone would donate their farm to American Farmland Trust and then American Farmland Trust would protect the farm with the easement. An easement is a deed restriction that runs with the land, so it will apply for any future owner of the land and will ensure that the land stays in farming. It'll be privately owned, so American Farmland Trust would then sell the land to a new farmer, but with the understanding that that farm can't be later sold to a developer. So it's always going to stay in a farmer's hands. And so this is a great program for someone who has retirement income outside of farming. That could be someone who um, was farming as a second career or one member of a family had um, retirement income from elsewhere. It can also be a great option for someone who inherits farmland but isn't actively farming, really wants to do right by the land but isn't in the loop, let's say. They want to do the right thing but they wouldn't know exactly who to sell it to or how to protect it. Can you talk about feedback that you have received from farmers who have utilized this program so far and the impact that it really has not only on them but those who now are getting to potentially come into that farmland who may not have had a chance to buy that farmland in the first place. That's such a great point because one of the things that this kind of protection does once you take the farm off of the development market it makes the land more affordable and so an easement is not only a tool for providing assurance that a farm will stay a farm but it's also a farm affordability tool especially in places where land values are high and development pressure is high. So I'm thinking of a couple of farm owners in particular, and the experience that they've had participating in the Farm Legacy Program has been, the best way I could describe it is a weight lifted off their shoulders. In one case, we have a woman named Shirley in Illinois. In her area, near Peoria, Illinois, there was an unscrupulous developer who was buying up land from farm owners who did not know the value of their land, lowballing them, and was planning a really poorly planned residential development. She was able to mobilize her neighbors and fight off that development, but she said, what if I'm not here? You know, the next time one of those unscrupulous developers comes around. And so she sought out American Farmland Trust, and we were able to tell her, no matter who owns your farm in the future, we're going to 
keep it a farm. And we do that by annually monitoring and making sure that the farm is staying in a farm. And likewise, we have another participant named Beverly in Michigan. She said, I have these tenants that I care a lot about. I want to make sure that they're taken care of after I'm gone. And we were able to give her the assurance that we'll honor any lease that she has in place even after she passes. And she felt so relieved because she didn't want to leave her renters in a lurch when she passed on. So we love helping farmers have that peace of mind about what's going to happen. So then they donate it and American Farmland Trust takes it over. Do you guys get to decide then what's going to cost the next farmer, what maybe that rent, like you said, when you're continuing that lease. Are you guys personally making all those decisions now for that piece of land? Or how do you go about governing that to still make it fair and equal to all the other farmlands out there or the generational farms that are out there as well? For a very brief moment in these kinds of farm legacy transactions, American Farmland Trust is the farm owner. But we really feel like farmland is best in the hands of private landowners, farmers who are living there, living in the area. So we just generally would sell the land at its appraised value. And once it's protected with an easement, that value is a little lower, making it a little more affordable, hopefully for a beginning farmer. The income that you get, where does that go? Does it go back into American Farmland Trust for these programs and other programs that you guys have? Or is it giving back to farmers? Or how are you allocating that? The proceeds from um, the farm sale would go back into American Farmland Trust programs. And so one example of a program we're really excited about in the Midwest is helping local governments develop their own farmland protection programs. We see a lot of energy and a lot of potential. A town or a county can build its own farmland protection program. And we have a really nice recorded webinar that we did in September of 2022. We'd be delighted to share that with any town or county official or planning official. So you can contact American Farmland Trust and ask for resources for local farmland protection programs. And then a second initiative in the Midwest that's so important right now is smart solar siting. We're seeing the growth of very large utility scale solar projects. As a farm and farmer oriented organization, number one, we see the income potential for farmers who host solar panels. But number two, we're very concerned about keeping our precious farmland in farming. So our recommendations range from keeping the best farmland in production and using more marginal land for solar developments. Also agrivoltaics, combining, say, grazing sheep under solar panels, other kinds of production that are compatible with solar panels, and definitely making sure that those projects are installed in such a way that the land can be restored to active agriculture at at the end of the use life of the solar panels. So that smart solar siting is a key project that we are investing in in the Midwest. Can you touch on potentially the trends within Wisconsin specifically of farmers who are utilizing these programs? What are the maybe numbers or demographics look like of who's actually using it here within Wisconsin? There are two municipalities in particular in Wisconsin that called us out of the blue, really, and said, we're so concerned about farmland loss in our municipality. What do we do? And then we got more calls. And then we got more calls from other places in the Midwest. And we realized this is something that we really want to respond to. And so that's been both in Wisconsin and in Illinois, Michigan, somewhat in Iowa even, which um, is a place that you don't think of as having a lot of development pressure, but it's everywhere. And what's particularly notable in the Midwest is something that American Farmland Trust has a phenomenon that we've noted called low-density residential development. That's your residential development where you have one residence on 20 acres or 40 acres that 
doesn't house very many people, but really breaks up farmland. And once you lose that land to residential small plots, you very rarely or never get it back into agricultural production. So between 2001 and 2016, Wisconsin lost nearly 250,000 acres of agricultural land. And a lot of that was lost to low-density residential development. And so those local-level farmland protection programs are a great tool for thinking smarter about where we put housing and how we protect farmland. That was Kara O'Connor, Midwest Philanthropy Officer for American Farmland Trust. To learn more about their programs, go to farmland.org. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebacker.